Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, Dave Sturcho, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst and, of course, America's fan, Keith Ernst. Fellas, first and foremost, how was your Christmas? Everybody good? Merry Christmas to you guys. Keith, good? Brett, good? Yeah, it was great. I meant, good, oh, good, good. Yeah. Are you talking about Christmas? Yeah, what I'm yeah, talking the about actual, the actual yeah. idea. Yeah. Huh? That that was Christmas. That was the best Christmas present we could have got. Yeah, it really was. So the Cowboys take down the Philadelphia Eagles uh, 40 to 34, put up a nice little 40 burger again, kind of like reminiscent of when me and Ke- uh, me and Brett went out there, put up a hurting on them uh, early last year. with a four- They've scored 40-plus on the Eagles in three of their last four meetings. So, And the one time we didn't do it, we had Cooper Rush as quarterback. So it seems like Dak Prescott really, really enjoys playing the Philadelphia Eagles, but I guess if you start with how this game started, obviously, like I, I, I might have gotten into like a a mental funk, like because obviously I was drinking a little bit before the game, but I don't drink during the game. Um, but like, did we talk? Like, we did talk as far as like the first pick, right? <laughs> like, we talked. Yeah, we talked. Okay. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I just feel it's cloudy to me, maybe because I was just like my entire brain just shut off after that. I was like, I can't believe this is the kind of shit we got to deal with right now. So real quick, down ten nothing, right? Brett, what's going through your mind when that happens, bro? When he drops back a pass and he throws it in the gut of a defensive lineman and he takes it to the house, are you thinking, like, the, the route is on? Um, Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, like, oh, man, you know, if – if because, again, I mean – well, the defense, you know, we held them pretty good. Um, It was still early, you know. I mean, that one – well, they had that one long pass on the second play. And then, you know, we held them within – from getting into the end zone, which I was happy about. We held them sure. to three. Mm-hmm. And then that happened, and I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be a long day. Yeah, I, Dak has now turned the ball over a little bit more than probably any three of us or anybody in Cowboy Nation wants to see. Keith, did you think, like, did you kind of, like, pump the brakes? Like, all right, let's just get back out there. Like, we'll do our thing. Or did you also think well, that maybe the round was I was, was on? worried. I had that first pass to A.J. Brown, I was like, oh, man, come on. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? I know. And then, um, yeah. But then, then we held him. Dak threw a couple of um, – I mean, to get us there, we had a, a, a mini drive going. It was like, well, we get one first down already. And then it really didn't hit him in the gut. I mean, I he just oh, – He had to stretch out and get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was – and you see the uh, the real estate that uh, that Schultz had? That would have been yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, nobody in front yeah. of him. And I'll, I'll be honest, man, and this is the first game that I've seen where we – where Dak Prescott won us, like literally – won us the game him and brett mark the the the, they won he won us the freaking like he put the team on his shoulders even though he's like all right look i I gave a pick six defense you're not stopping anyone right now i mean we did have four turnovers but besides that there was no uh punt once and dak was like you know all right it's fine they're up 10 again i'm gonna come back we're gonna come back we're gonna come back so i meant I was very, very impressed. It's one of the best games I've seen him play. It, it's funny me saying that with the pick six, but you know, it's not. I don't think he's just a misjudgment right there, and he and it didn't phase him, man. He was well, impervious. That's he was just uh, that's, like, that's what no, we've been huge. saying. 
Right. So That's we've been huge. saying, yeah, we've been saying that here. We've been saying, I've been saying it everywhere. I feel like the resilience and the, just the, the don't blink mentality that Dak has had, like after these mistakes. And again, the, the the interceptions this year feel like there's a lot more than years past, and that's probably statistically right as well. But like, I, I when that happened, I'm like, all right, we're getting the ball right back. If we can go down the field and just get a score, you know what I mean? I was like, it ain't it ain't the end all be all. And that was the first time I felt like that with Dak Prescott. Usually, like you know, when we go down, we're like, all right, we have a chance. But I guess it's because uh, clearly the rules of the game, you get the ball right back. You know what I mean? So it's not like you got to wait another possession out and you got to sit around the bench and mull it over. Like you got to go right back out there and do your thing. So that's why I think that was a kind of a, a testament to what Dak is, uh, had done on Saturday. Yeah. But to, to what you just said, man, the dude, he was lacing balls. I mean, he was putting heaters on heater on heater. Like his, his, his throws were on the money. Um, everybody stepped up CD lamb at, you know, I, I was saying this to a couple of colleagues in, including my, morning show here like can you put him in the conversation with like a jamar chase right now is like a wide receiver like up in that upper maybe not not maybe not jefferson because jefferson's kind of like on another planet right now but like overall i just cd lamb just kind of came into his own no yeah yeah i just yeah i mean that's just yeah i mean it's if you want to say jamar chase and of course i mean that's um you know around the same draft class so it is the same yeah i know so i meant they're they're no maybe it was a year off but whatever like I said, around. So yeah. I it, uh, <laughs> that's why I didn't want to have to go and ser- think and search. But uh, um, yeah, but they're going head to head. I mean, they're both playing very well. And I don't know. I mean, possibly that uh, you, if you want to really compare the two, look at I mean, he has T. Higgins. He has Tyler, uh, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. I mean, uh, Michael Gallup, what a great catch he had. And he's playing well. So he's, he's starting he's, to come back around. Yeah. I mean, everybody contributed. Um Brett, I mean, you've seen a lot of Cowboys football, right? You've seen a lot of wins, a lot of losses, a lot of just heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I don't remember him though, like Keith does. So no, no, no. But I, you can, you can remember. I, least... I just, I just, I just put, I just, uh, you know, put him in the back and forget about him. All right, then I'll just ask this to Keith then. <laughs> because, no, well, what's can... the question? No, the question was going to be: Have you ever seen? A third and thirty conversion the way the Cowboys did it? On, no, on nah, dude, I don't remember. Uh, and that was such a beautiful thrown pass, man. Oh, he put everything he had into that one, and like, and, and Ty had to go up and get it. And credit the catch, no, credit the coverage. Beautiful I mean, pass, know. beautiful catch. I mean, it was a beautiful play. I, I had, I don't know when the last time I saw that, bro. What, 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 when do you think was? I think Romo had a long one in um, the To one time. Um, I don't know. Don't you remember? I, it was like a third just, down. I, I'm looking at it more as a situational thing, like third and 30, right? Like, so everybody's like, all right, he's going to check the ball down. We'll get a couple yards. We'll punt. But this dude went for broke. Like he just decided like, fuck it. T.Y.'s down there somewhere. I'm just going to put everything I got into this. No, ball. he laid it. He laid it perfect. He laid it perfect. Did you and the funny th- and the, wait, the funny thing was T.Y. didn't even, um, he just went straight. He didn't even really jab step. Uh, it was fake. a nine round, dude. Nine round. Just, just straight. Oh, gone. Gone. Go, yeah. Gone. Well, they threw, uh, what's his name? Um, Slay, whatever his name is, threw the other guy under the bus. Big time. Big game. time. Yeah, about that. He play. was like, he was like, yeah, you know, we got, everybody's got to do their jobs and I'm not supposed to be back. I'm like, oh my he God. didn't say his name. But, <laughs> no, of course I, not. But you know who it is. It's the one guy with him. <laughs> I, know. Know? I was like, and I guess that here guy I am. Like, see, so listen, that, that, that brings me to a point I wanted to make about the Eagles team. And I don't think they have a lot of character, to be honest with you, man. I mean, look, even their stupid little Grinch thing that they did with the Salvation <laughs> Army thing. So but what, what the way they handled that loss is gross, man. 
Like they 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 didn't they're not handling it. Like, uh, you, you, does that make any sense that they're? Well, I mean, I would say like in the 2022 season, I would say like act like you've been there before, act like you've lost before, but they've only lost one game before that. So it's almost as if like it was a complete shell of what they usually or or at least normally feel like after a Sunday of football where they've you know, just been I, winning I, games. And I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't know who to compare it to, but it, it's, it's almost like they've never, they, it's like the hot girl that just got turned down and doesn't know how to handle it. <laughs> because that I was going to bring up that comment too, about when, when he was like, yeah, you know, they, they, it was almost like everybody tried to shift blame and the fans are just like acting like fucking like, like San Francisco's not playing with a backup. Like we didn't play with a backup. Like it's football. Oh, we lost our safety motherfucker. We, we lost the defensive end, a middle linebacker, a starting cornerback. Yeah. It, it's football, man. And it just seems that they're they're all just going to eat each other alive, and that's why. I mean, I am. I think on paper, Philly is a better team with coaching. I think they have better receivers, defensive backs, coaching, and their O line really dominated our D line. Like we lost in the trenches there. But I'm worried about San Francisco, man. Uh, the way San Francisco's playing, um, just everything, man. They they got so much momentum. But the Eagle fans really showed the Eagles really showed their ass after this loss. That's all Keith, I wanted to say. Keith, you, yeah, Keith, do you feel the same way as far as them not being Absolutely. able to handle this? Absolutely. I mean, um, I, I want to give a shout out to one Eagle fan who just said I don't make excuses, and that was Jeremy Chase, who's part of the uh Chop Sports community, where he came out and he just said right away, he's like, I'm not making excuses. He goes, Actually, I'm worried. You know, he's like, I'm worried. It's nice you know, to see a realistic Eagles fan. Then there's yeah, not a lot. And I tried to like talk him down a little bit. I'm like, look, you had a bad. You know, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> nice little but, therapy session there. Like, yeah, that's gonna yeah. be okay, man. Don't worry. Yeah, but I meant, you know, the point is, and, and, and Brett is, and you might should get. Forget your backup right now. Your your defense, man. Like we put up. I bet we were we we were driving. We were doing what you know what I mean. Besides that pick six, I mean, I will say at least they felt. I will say at least they saw our punter um, a couple of times. <laughs> we never saw their punter. I, yeah, I, that I was our, that's insane. I, re- to me that I refuse to look up the punter's name during the, during the game. And I'm still not. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't. They didn't see our. They didn't see our punter because we, you know we we made four turnovers. No, they, they saw. Our, no, well, that, no, I'm just saying. No, they yeah, saw. They, our, they didn't punt once, Brett. <laughs> so. I mean, I mean, we didn't see their punter. Oh well, yeah, because we turned the, the ball And that's the other thing too. Minshew played an amazing game, and and. Let's and I don't, I don't think if Jalen, I, I think what Keith, me and Keith talked about this after the game, if if Hertz is in there, it's a different game plan, it's a different offensive uh, uh, scheme, right, defensive scheme. But uh, Minshew played amazing. I mean, he, you know, they they didn't punt like you were bringing up. They didn't punt once. Those two interceptions were not bad throws. They were amazing, dude. Amazing plays by our defensive backs to to jump the 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 ball and and to even take it from the hands of the receiver. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. had a takeaway, takeaway, like an official takeaway. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. But I would say the fumbles too could have to do with like the one fumble could have to do with them not because you know it was a handoff, like not playing together as much. Yeah, you know, Miles Sanders turnover, puts one on the carpet there at that point. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe something like that doesn't happen if 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 uh, Hertz is there. You know, but on the Cowboys, man, like that's another week in a row where it's like there's a big turnover and we can't put it, put it away. Let's talk about that drive, okay? Because 
I don't I don't think Dak was thinking again. No, he ran out of bounds, not thinking he ran anything. Out of bounds, man. It's like, dude, you stay in bounds, game game's over, pretty much. You could, yeah. you know, their timeouts are done. Right. You know, that well, that that and then that and then not little... throwing the ball out of bounds and, and taking yeah. the sack made no well, sense. No, he he actually went on record and, and it's, you know, I know you brought that up in the in the text, Brad, but like he brought that up in the in the uh, whatchamacallit in, in his post game. And he's like, the play there is to take a sack because if you throw that ball away, the clock stops again. So, like, he needed. No, the clock stopped because it was a two minute warning. It would have stopped anyways. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, he lived to see that, another day. That bothers me even more. Now he's, he didn't even realize. Because <laughs> remember, it was 201. If he, if he yeah. stays in bounds, that's the two minute warning. Now, yeah. they, now they, they, we could just run two plays. He gave them an extra two plays mm-hmm. by not going out of by going out of bounds and not throwing the ball out. Yeah. Well, are you sure, bro? It was two oh one when he did that. Two oh one. Two 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 minutes well, one dad, second. My dad was saying that he's like, now you can throw the ball no matter what because the clock's going to stop regardless. And I was like, yeah, but you still run the ball. I don't know. I I was still saying run, run, run. And I'm like, at the same time, again, I guess I was. I, I would have. Here's what I would have done. I would have either ran the ball. Right or just took a shot at the end zone or but but the thing was either way just get rid of the ball why why are you taking the sack when we need the touchdown to to put him away mm-hmm. so you know we if if we put him away there if we score that touchdown it's it game over yeah yeah oh, I mean that would be yeah. that would be the only only critique I had but that that to me worries me more than a pick six because. If you're not aware of the game time situation, and and you know once you get into the playoffs, you got to be aware of all that, man. That's I mean, like, point. I mean, that goes like, back. That goes back to the whole slide and and not being able to to spike it against the Niners. Remember? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's game time situation. That's say, on real, in real time. What, that's that's very what Brett just said is one of the best points he's ever had. That he hasn't oh, taken, fuck off. That he hasn't <laughs> taken, that he hasn't taken from me. <laughs> Because that's what he does. He'll talk to me, and then he'll, he'll bring it up on the show when I tell him something before me. You're so full of shit. <laughs> Whatever. So, but he's right. People talking about the interception as being worrisome. That what that play is more worrisome. What he said of that because that happened. Now it's happened two fucking two two weeks in a row. Where you know we yeah, could have for another timeout. So right. Is that a Sauce Gardner shirt? <laughs> I don't know. What is that? Uh, it's a it's a sauce and shrimp. It's a, it's a sports show. It's a sports show that I that I do in Chicago. Oh, you selling this now? Sauce Gardner. Um, yo, all right. So, Keith, I got a, a question for you. As far as and look, I'm not trying to paint this as a bad win because clearly a win over Philly is uh, will make a holiday, which it did. Are you worried at all about our? And I know Philly's offensive line is rather good, but like we couldn't put Minshew on the ground not once. Yeah. Like we haven't fe- we haven't sniffed a sack. I feel like in like I'm three worried, weeks. Dude. I don't get it. It's we like need how to put somebody the on their ass, and we can't. I'm, yeah, I'm the not. De- I mean, the defense. Yeah. How could you become? A, how could you be the defense that has the most sacks in the NFL and get one sack the last three weeks? We're talking about Crazy. the Texans, Jacksonville. That's the one where we got Trevor Lawrence and. Yeah, I meant there were pressures on Minshew though. There were. There was. And and credit to the that Cowboys for putting the pressure on at the end. And maybe they told him that. Because remember what you said, Sturch, in the last one, you know, uh what Micah Parsons said, hey, they'll quick releases, we can't get to the quarter. Because if you saw, he didn't even wait. <laughs> he said time. it again in the postgame. <laughs> like, 
Like, I'm like, why aren't you able to generate these? Well, you know, they're, they're getting the ball out really fast. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, stop talking. Mike. He did. You see Minshew with the, um, like before the half ended, I bet mean, literally he was just like, he would just throw it away each time, but there was a mm-hmm. receiver around. So there wasn't any intentional grounding. And then at the end of the game, you know, where he was just like, fuck it. Crazy. You know? Yo, um, what about, well, again. go ahead. Brett wants to say something. Else. Yeah. Brett, go sorry. Again. No, you got to understand too. It's once you get to December football, right? It's it's the toughest. It's the toughest month. I mean, which by the way, I read something crazy. Out of the last 100, 100 games, the Miami Dolphins have in December. Okay, I just read because I'm down here. They've only won thirteen percent of their games. Thirteen games out of a hundred in December. Wow. Because they just went zero and four in December. So when you're in December football, you got you got teams that have nothing to lose all the time, or you know everybody's playing for something, or they're not, and you know it's it's a tough month for football. Plus the fact that our team, you know, it's tired, man. Our defense has been playing amazing, man, and Yo, they, they do need a break. There was. I, go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say it, and I and I told Keith this. I think we're going to lose to the Saints. I mean, I think the Eagles are going to lose to the Saints. Well, there's something. See, to- said, look at his face. <laughs> see. I said no, that. I said that the last two weeks. <laughs> no, I no. will say this. I, I agree. I agree with my brother. I think. I think that. Uh, I don't know if the Eagles are going to win um, against the Saints. Now, if if they do, I think we need to start sitting guys because well, we've here- already clinched the fifth seed. There's there's um, some there's some interesting yeah. scenarios around the NFL right now, especially surrounding around the NFC East and the Cowboys playoff situation. Before I get there, I I, I promised myself two weeks ago I wasn't going to get nuts, and I did really well against the Jaguars game. I did very well. I, I sat there in almost like utter disbelief, no yelling, no shouting. There's a couple little spurts of my like got up and I'm like, huh? you know, just like a little bit. And my daughter was this time was like really excited with me this time, so I wasn't scaring her. But I never got so <laughs> mad at the fact that Micah Parsons was filmed on TV saying, Mike, timeout, call a timeout, Mike, Mike, please call a timeout. Like, and he waited for them to be lined up and then call a timeout. I'm like, that's your star player telling you the entire defense is gassed. We need one ball. I agree. You got to give it to us, man. Like, what are we doing? Well, that, that's the thing, too, with uh, uh... – Micah to have that awareness and our coach not to have that awareness. I, I, you know, I made that joke a while ago. Like he holds on to timeouts. Like it's fucking Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> I mean, dude, you got, you got three and the, you could see that they're, that they're tired, you know, Mike um, is the captain of the defense basically. And he's telling you like, yo, if, if you want us to get one more good pressure on Minshew in this last play, we need a brief, like a well, breather and water. This was the point I wanted to bring up though, is that the, the reason why I'm not worried is because, if Jalen Hurts is in there, that's a different that's a different game, right? But that's more uh, our type of game, and and what we did with with uh, taking out the underneath patterns that killed us the first game. If you notice, there wasn't a lot of those, right? I mean, we 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 had some a lot good of there's a lot of green in front of those those receivers though. Uh, I mean, yeah, because now we started stunting, right? And and again though. He had a quick. He has a quicker release. Jalen holds on to the ball longer than Minshew does. Yeah. And and if, if you like, you know, and, and Micah said, you know, the the way Trevor Lawrence and Minshew plays, it's just quick, 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 and 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 that's really what can hurt us. But if we go into the playoffs, I don't see. Uh, I mean, I I would rather. I don't know, man. 
Ahead, There's a lot. So go ahead. So hold Kate. on. I want to say something about the um the Saint game. With the Saints, if uh this is the good thing about having Minshew play against us now. Is Saints now the Saints have a really good defense, by the there's, way. There's tape out there now. Now there's tape. And you know, that that was that was a heartbreaking loss. Okay. I really believe now if Hertz plays, there I, I, there's a 50-50, maybe 60-40 chance the Eagles win. But if Minshew plays, it's like 40-60, bro. Yeah, win. I mean, so here's how it all shook out. Like, so the Saints get a win. So now they're one game behind the Tampa Bay Bucks, and they're tied right now with, or no, they're yeah, they're tied right now with the Carolina Panthers. Right, the Panthers play the Bucks next week for basically the AFC South, possibly. But like, the Saints are big, big, big Panthers fans next week because then it could all be a three-way tie heading towards the final week of the year. So they're going to be wanting to win. Now, as far as the Cowboys are concerned, you know, you, you know, Brett says rest the starters if things don't go our way. And I understand that. But the fact is, they're early this week. They have the Thursday game. So they're, they they don't have to pay any mind to what's happening with, with the rest of the league. They just got to go out there and take care of business. And Mike Vrabel, the coach of the Titans, has already went on record and says the play probably will be to rest our starters because that week 18 game now with the Titans and the Jaguars is officially the AFC South championship game. That's the way it shook out. So now the Titans are laying down. There's a 10-point spread right now for the Cowboys over the Titans in Tennessee. So right now, if you just take care of your business, we could be looking at a scenario where in week 18, Cowboys win, Eagles lose, we're the division champs. It's crazy. Well, you look at – uh and I was going to bring that up. So, bro, what he's saying is that Tennessee and Jacksonville, the games this week that they're playing, they don't, don't mean matter. anything. Don't matter. Right, yeah. yeah I, I got that. So it's, yeah, so it's all going to just, you know, just explain it a little bit. So it's all going to week 18 for them. So Tennessee, by the way, they're 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 just gonna run the ball. I bet you Derrick Henry doesn't even play. Well, I was gonna say Derrick Henry yeah. might get a series or two and then that's it. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those games where you know you might start, you might have the game that you always want, where you're like, where can I just sit back <laughs> and watch a game? It might be that one. It just might. I don't know, man. The Cowboys are wearing all white uniforms with throwbacks and shit. So you know me. I'm just like, mm, I don't like this. No, I mean, you know what? It won't be our team to fucking for <laughs> something like that to happen. Right. Anyway. Watch the Saint watch us lose and the Saints beat them. And we're like, Oh, one more thing. By the way, did you guys did you see Nathaniel Hackett got fired? Yes. Oh, yes. Bro, that's the head coach of the Broncos. You want to talk about a team that oh my, did you watch them yesterday? Dude, don't get me started. I'm I'm in a fantasy semifinal against my brother, and when the game kicked off, I had the Broncos defense. I'm like, this will be fine. <laughs> Down to nothing, and I'm like, Bro, the fuck? But no, it's what? the whole thing. The un- everybody's fighting on the sidelines. The freaking Randy Gregory, by the way, oh. caught two personal fouls. He swung on a guy after the after. Do you I'm see? Did you see Brett Rippin? Do you see Brett Rippin on the yeah. sideline? Bro, a rookie quarterback going up to a 400-pound offensive lineman, like, "Hey, man, start blocking for our guy." And he's like, "Fuck you." Like, well, what I heard, what I heard, it was that uh, that that it wasn't that they weren't blocking for him; they weren't helping him up. I heard. Oh, Jesus! Like, God. like they were just letting Russell Wilson sit on the ground. As if, as if Brett hit. Rippin's not I out think, there. Like, man, I hope not, he's I don't think Brett's here. a rookie, by the way. He's like, Brett, oh, maybe a second-year guy, whatever. Yeah. Well, what you have, because uh, you know, I watched that game too. Is you have a. Uh, you have now somebody trying to. Everybody's trying to be the team leader. You know what I mean. And and there there's no there's no leadership on that team at all. Mm-mm. And if you, you ever have you ever see that happen, like where there's like ten people that now are like, hey guys, everybody's trying to be the cat because there's no there's no determined there's, there's no determined leader. 
that no, we have them. We have them. We have Dak and Micah. No, I'm saying, you know, they thought you know they had him in Russ, and he you know playing Broncos country less ride at the end of every interview, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know who Nathaniel Hackett reminds me of a little bit, like a Barry Switzer type guy. And I don't mean to come down on you, Sturge, only because <laughs> they thought that they thought the Broncos had all this talent, and we'll bring this one, bring this one coach, and he can't control yeah, the team. He came from a Packer offense that was legitimately good, so it's like well, Barry Switzer came from about, college. I'm just talking about uh, being able to control a team. Because this the team, I mean, it just seems like there's all different. There, there's a different, there's a different skill set. Um, you know, it's the difference between Jordan and LeBron. You know, you can have all the, you can have all the, you can have all the talent in the world, but if if you can't, if there's those that leadership intangible, that like seventh gear that you know that people have, you know, especially with coaches, like you get those guys that like you know that were just stoic like Landry or or Noel. Or you know Jimmy Johnson, where they just they run the team, they control the team. You'll lose your fucking job. They'll kill you. you. They'll kill you in front of your family. I'll tell you right now that uh, the coach that like you're talking about, that's great, bro. But he's not silent though. Is the uh, like that like this kind of stuff wouldn't happen on the Giants? With their oh, you think Dayball just lights him up? Yeah, I think he would never allow any of that. And it, and the thing is though, his responses afterwards, if you listen to Hackett's response, it's just like, well, yeah, you know, you have disagreements on teams. It's like. Well, that's how you knew that was that was him writing his own pink slip, you know, basically like, oh yeah, no, yeah. It'll, everything's fine, and the owner's like, yeah. <laughs> like, too, well, you know, uh, the Eagles head coach too is is pretty He's good, but bitch made but, again, but I was gonna say it's oh now it's He's now it's Ryan, bro. He's my new buddy Ryan. He's the new but buddy you know, Ryan. but I was gonna say though, personality wise, right? Like he, he, he they've never been tested like this. And, and that little Salvation Army stunt that they played, okay, do, do you realize the, the level? It, not only was it disrespectful, the reason why those guys jump in there is to, to give the Salvation Army TV time. And the reason and, they do and that. And pay the fines. It goes right and to pay the fines. It goes right to the Salvation Army. And those go to the kids. So when they did that dressing up like, a, like the Grinch and stealing all the, the money from the kids and running away, like, dude, it was, it was like the ultimate fucking villain move. And all their karma, just it just caught up to them on that oh, play. I, this is what I'm saying. Mark that down because that's when everything's going to unravel for them. It's like when the Mets brought the, the guy to play the trumpets live and in person in the middle of like August. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? And then they just collapse. They collapse after that. So, like, that's exactly what I'm Well, they, the Mets always end up collapsing. Yeah, but you gotta, I, mean, I don't like seeing it personally. My old man's a Mets fan, but I'm like, you know, you can't do that kind of shit that early. When he did that, I don't know, by the way, shout out to the Cowboys media team, the actual Dallas Cowboys Twitter edited it so they actually put l's in their hand and they threw it out like they were throwing they were throwing out well, the l's i, I so. don't know guys i, I don't know I, mean, I get what you're Bro, saying Suriani, first of all after so he- that touchdown wait that touchdown celebration indicated taking money from orphans <laughs> all right no, just think about it i'm like wait a minute I like, when i first saw it i was like wait a minute i'm sorry did he just no it's Philly. It's Philly too, which makes it even funnier because you expect it from me. No, but I'm saying like I'm 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 making a joke about it, but I'm not. That like right. if you notice that everything started happening after that. And and now like <laughs> it wasn't even just it wasn't even just him. It like his other like the whole team they came out like, 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 <laughs> like, like what? Hey, so hey, like, hey, hey watch. 
Watch their next celebration. Like one of their players pretends they're a cheerleader, and the other one comes over, like and pretends to put a roofie in a cup, and like here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's like the most vile. It's like the most vile touchdown celebration ever. You're <laughs> robbing <laughs> orphan kids on Christmas Eve, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve, you're robbing poor orphans. That that's your touchdown celebration. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. I get and we're back. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I go after, South Park, bro. I go South Park. I yeah, go you South really Park. do go South Park very fast. But anyway, yes, yeah, piece of shit uh, celebration. The Eagles are now no longer feeling themselves like Suriani again. Wait, after- you know what? This is this is still bothering me. This is a great bit. So let's just let's just rewind a little. So now you're you're in camp and you're like, you know what, guys? What if we score? We're on national TV. It's Christmas Eve. What could be a team celebration? Oh, I got it. Why don't we rob orphans? <laughs> and then, why don't we give them, <laughs> not even jump in there to pay the fine. That's the other thing. They did it. They mocked it. Instead of going in and then handing no. the, so that at least you can say that they get fined to donate to the, the Salvation they did, Army. They, they did the motion of putting on a ski mask and kicking <laughs> the door down. <laughs> I know. Like they, yeah. they fucking lost it. Well, like he said, I mean, it would have made more sense and better if they jumped in. But you know that's right. why they didn't do it because they were like, "Let's do this," but I don't want to get fined. I don't want to help. He's going to get fined anyway. When you use it as a prop, you get fined. So they're going to catch a fine anyway. Fuck those guys. It's stupid. So, anyways, when, when you hear the curse of the Bambino and all those stupid things that have gone on throughout right. uh, uh, sports history, I want to be the first to document. That that is going to be the curse that unwinds their fucking. I'm telling season. you, it's going to be a thirty for thirty special on the twenty twenty two Eagles, and we're going to be like, you know, it all just started going downhill when we decided to rob the fake money out of the kettle <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh my god, awful, awful, awful. Anyway, so the Eagles. Oh. I know. So obviously, the Titans game coming up. We again, we talked about it. Short week. It'll be interesting. How look to me. I think the Cowboys, and I said this previous shows, I said they have to continue to roll. They can't sit back. And, 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 you know, I think this is a good scenario for them to be in because of the fact that they don't know and won't know everything else that's happening in the NFL this week. Like, just go out there and handle business. Like, that's, that's a good thing, I think. Like, if it was a Monday night game, I would say, well, the Eagles already won, so we can sit and not you know, worry about it. But this is like the kickoff to the week. So I feel like it plays into the Cowboys' favor, no? Keith. <laughs> okay. I didn't yeah, say anything. I was just like absolutely. time throws me out. Absolutely. I meant, you know, it's one of those, it's one of these games where you know I, I haven't really picked. <laughs> Brad, why don't you why don't you kick your feet behind you too while you're at it? <laughs> you want to come to my house and play some records? Well, this is so uncomfortable where I'm at right now because I don't have my computer and I I'm, it's fucking uncomfortable, bro. But no. I can't get comfortable. Uh, you know, I, I based I've on been, how much you've moved. I don't think there's I mean I've been off 
on every single game as far as like if we're gonna uh if when we're gonna blow them out or not. And I know we're not doing our predictions yet, uh-huh. but you know, I'm I, I don't know. Like with this game, it just seems like you know it, 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 what you're saying, Sturge. They have they're gonna be playing this game against the Titans. Okay. We don't know the outcome of any other game. No. The, the Titans are already looking ahead. Yes. I mean, they're 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 looking ahead. They don't care. They're not falling into the hype. Because you know what? Have another thing. Going back to the Jacksonville game, did you hear what Trevor Lawrence said and, and um Doug Peterson about that game against us? Uh well, they sent cheesesteaks. <laughs> no, they didn't send cheese. I mean, no, what, what they actually said. And it's kind of like it's a little I mean the respect that we get, the team for a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl in 27 years, okay. It's just it's astounding. Like I guess Trevor Lawrence. I mean, uh, Doug Peterson said this is the third best win in my NFL career. He's like the NFC Championship, the the Super Bowl, and this game right here. Like the way they looked at that game against us, and then Trevor Lawrence said the same thing. He's like, "Well, of course, my national championship games." He's like, "And this is number one NFL game for me. This is the greatest game." And I'm just thinking in my head, like, "Wow." Like they re- remember I told you before the game they kept grouping up and giving uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, was it hype speeches? I mean, they really, really want it. I don't see that with this Tennessee game. That's what I'm trying to say. Tennessee's okay. already like, they're not falling for that hype. And they're just like, look, so Mike Vrabel's not going to go out there and be like, you know, hey, I mean, this game. Say, hey guys, look, the backups or whoever they're going to play. You guys want to prove yourself. And that's still scary. These are still NFL players. 100%. You know what I mean? But I'm saying it's just a different vibe. What you're, what you were saying though, like it's yeah. a Thursday <laughs> game and all that. Yeah. And you so, know, listen, man, that Jacksonville game too. Then, if, if, if that was the team, it was a must win because for you got the pillow over your thing. <laughs> it was, it was a must win. Who are you guys? Who are you guys asking a prom? Uh, it was, a, it was a must win. It was a must win for them, and and to come from behind like that was a gut check for them. I could, I could absolutely see that. You see, yeah. Brett Terry Styles poster behind them. Anyway, um, uh, so here's what I think Dallas should do if they do bench if Tennessee benches their uh, their their starters. Okay, we got to jump up ahead of them and then sit everybody. If we, we got to get a big lead because we we can't take this game lightly either. No, no, not you know. Not but either. I don't want to see us get hurt. You think that you have a divi- a, shan- a chance at the division title? And you can't. No. Right. So all right. So I was bringing this up before we get to our Tennessee prediction. I want to tell you a little story here or at least show you a path look at the path that the cowboys could potentially see in this playoffs and we've seen tampa like do you, i don't know i'll ask you straight up keith tampa bay yesterday struggles again pretty much for four quarters and then they get themselves an overtime you know a little drive by brady kick field go home everybody's happy are you at all afraid of tampa bay right now at all yes why brady, Tom brady. yeah dude Dude, what? He's seven and zero against us. I understand that, and you know what? And he's done it. He even did it in week one this year, right? So I can't say it goes too far back. But man, this dude listen, does not look like he's playing listen, like who he I'll is. I'll tell you right now, and I know this sounds crazy, but the, the NFC South winner—if we end up playing them, whoever it is out of those three teams—scares me. And the reason why I'm more afraid of Carolina. I was going to say Carolina and the Saints. They have a really, really I don't good think the Saints running have a game. Shot. They have a really good running game. Okay, both of them. And they have and they have good defenses. Okay. That's a recipe for us, man. You know, that's I think we need once we get past that first game, it will look a little brighter. But the first game against the NFC South, I don't care about the record. Anybody wants to complain about, 
oh, the Bucks are this record, they're this record, and we're this. I agree with that, you know, because I think there should be a limit on all right, you made the you made the playoffs, right? How about you go to their home now? You know what I'm saying? I think the better record should host. By how many, by how many games? But it doesn't matter. That's the division winner. Cause I'll tell you right now, the Bucs had to do it with the Redskins a few years back or the football. We'll just do, yeah. Well, how, what would would you be okay with like uh like almost like an NBA or an NHL where it's like one conference? Uh, maybe possibly, or maybe you do a two game limit or something like the rule is if you have a a, a two game over the division winner that you get the home game or something's got to give because I mean, like very lopsided, but like I said, the bucks were what they were 10 and 10 and seven or 11 and five or whatever. And they went to the the, the commanders went or Redskins were like seven and nine or something. Seven and nine. So they had to do, so that's the argument is everyone could benefit from it. It's not just one, you know what I'm saying? But they should change it. I think they should, but regardless any NFC South team scares me. They do. All right. Let me, let me chime in on this. Yeah, no, let me chime in on this. Look at Dallas's options, okay? You got uh, – if, if the way the playoffs are going right now, we either have to face three division rivals, <laughs> right? Uh, the Niners, who, in my opinion, are playing the best football and whose defense is fucking nasty, or the winner of the NFC South. And then I'm looking at the NFC South, and or 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 we got to face a Minnesota team that we pissed on 44 to three, or whatever that score was that I, I really think wants revenge. Now, if we got to go to Minnesota, if we got to go to San Francisco, if we got to go to Philly, or if we got to go to either Tampa, New Orleans, or Carolina, out of New Orleans and Carolina, though Carolina, I agree with both of you. That one scares me the most. Out of all the NFC South teams that we faced, the reason why I don't give a fuck about Brady and t- Tampa—they look, we 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 should have beat them anyways. All right, and and Brady right. again, he ain't gonna go eight and zero, nine and zero. So now you're looking at the odds. He's gonna beat us what nine times in a row, whatever the, whatever the fuck it is. We get revenge. We're playing. I think, and I think that out of those three teams, that's the one I fear the least is Tampa Bay. Same. I'm with you. Now, I'm not saying I want to face any of them, but again, I'd rather face. Yeah, we're going to have to face somebody. Right. But here, here's the thing now. With that, right? Let's just say. And we played them before. And we played them before. And we owed them. Two years. Listen. Two years. We played both of you. He's the goat. Was the goat. He still is. You put that man in the playoffs. It's scary. Are you feeling the same way if Rodgers gets in? Are you feeling the same way if Rodgers has a chance to get in? You think that's a threat? No. I mean, yeah, Why? he's definitely a threat to us. Oh, no, he's a threat to us for sure. Or how about a threat to the playoffs in general? Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about him. I'm talking about Tom Brady and a team we're going to play. Thing. It's no, it's not because we have no chance. So you would rather, wait, you would rather face Carolina than, than Tampa Bay? Um, Guy, Tampa Bay has scored like 15 yeah, points a game probably. over the last like four weeks. Possibly. And you would, you would rather, you would rather I'm face. Scared. I'm all three equal level almost. All three. All right. I'm well, saying you got you got to choose one. The Saints? Probably Carolina. Okay. Because you're, more, we, you're most afraid you of Carolina. Away, you take the runaway and let Sam Darnold try to beat you. I'd probably I would go there. And uh, you know, what we did to Carolina last year, you know, was, was I would take Carolina, but it's still no shoeing. Look, and I'll do this again. If you have a gun to my head and you ask me if we were gonna beat Tampa, the Saints, or Carolina in the wild card, I'd say yeah. I but, got all right. I would say, yeah, okay. I'm just saying, though, to just say, think, oh, yeah, Brady, this, that. Oh, no, he's done. They suck. He's this. No, please, no. But you do understand nobody's saying that. 
That's what it sounds like. That's what I'm trying I'm to say. No, it's you. not. I'm telling you it's that the matchup is best if it's against Tampa Bay. Considering uh, and I'm agreeing with Sturch, yeah. And Tampa uh, Bay uh, right uh, now just doesn't look Carolina. like a good I'd football say, team. I'd say Carolina. Just don't. I say okay, Carolina. so you'd, right, you'd rather – right, I would not, but I'll tell you why. Another thing I don't want to do about Carolina is the fucking weather. So if I, if I would rather play in a dome or go to Tampa Bay to play football than have to go to the fucking snow or in the cold – not a bad and we had to deal with that type of shit. And and not to mention, Carolina's fucking healthy, man. It's a healthy team. With a, yeah. with a coach with nothing to lose? like That's, they, that's, the, that's the least out of the three I want to see. That's the least out of the three. Same. Same. But listen not to me. Her. Not me. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, we Here know, we Pete. We know. Path, right? We know, too. You said the same thing five oh, times. Ten, all right, so all likelihood. Well, hold on. 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 No. Hold on. You're saying you're saying that we're saying Tampa because they suck. Nobody's saying they suck. We're talking about different... Different scenarios. I'm saying they suck. That's what I'm trying uh, to say. I, I, what, do I have to put on a bad football team right now? I just watched them go head to head battle with Trey. Search the, they don't listen. Don't they now no. Don't think me and Keith are double teaming you, okay? <laughs> me because that's a fantasy. They don't suck, and uh, and keep and my bro, and my brother's right, okay? Once you get to the playoffs and you got Tom Brady, that's going to be a problem. I have I have this I have this path. I have this path. It's all likelihood. I'm thinking that Carolina may might stumble over their own two feet next week. Who knows? And Tampa Bay wins the South, right? So it's the, it's the Cowboys and it's Tampa Bay. I think that the Cowboys can win that game, right? And then the following week, there's multiple scenarios that can play out. But all you would need is one of the two teams behind us to to just you know not go chalk and it'd be either the redskins or the giants right or or even the fucking it could be the seahawks i don't think it's gonna be the seahawks or even the packers who cares whatever somebody has to go up and win their game right that team would go face philadelphia right and then we would go face either san francisco or minnesota right obviously the one that survives the first round if it's San Francisco, I'm well aware. I'm well aware that this defense that San Francisco has is the best in the league right now, right? But I'm sorry. It's we can still NFL. put points up on them. It's the NFL, and Brock Purdy is not going to have a deep fucking playoff run. He's just not. I don't care. It's it's the playoffs. It's the who's who and the elite of the t of the conferences. Brock Purdy could be picked off. I want the 49ers in the second round. I don't want to go back to Minnesota because they're pissed off, just like Brett just mentioned before. And I don't want to go to Philly again right away, right? Because at the end of it, when push comes to shove, Jalen Hurts is a little bit more hurt than I think people are leading on. I, I truly do believe that, right? And he's been banged up because he's running all over the fucking place the entire season, right? So what if we live in a world where Dallas can go to San Francisco, win that game, and then the Philadelphia Eagles in their first appearance of the playoffs get picked off because Jalen Hurts just ain't right. Now you're looking at an NFC title game in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's wow. your scenario. There's your biggest, best outcome. Otherwise, you go to Philly and you play them a third time if you get past San Francisco. I, 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 would, ra I would rather I face think Brock Purdy's the dude, man. I would so. rather face Minshew. I, I would rather face Jalen Hurts than Minshew again. We put we, listen. We had Cooper Rush out there. We put ready for this. We put uh, Jalen Hurts on it four times in that loss. We sacked him four times. 
Yeah, but we also only had one turnover opposed to three in this. Game. And look, look, four, sorry again. It's 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 rather here nor there, and and I know this is going to play itself out the way it plays itself out. But I think that's the path for the Cowboys See, to if, end this. And, and get back to the Tampa thing too. There's so much moment. Like if we're playing Tampa, there's so much uh, not momentum. Um, where where it's like okay, guys, we owe this team. We they've beaten us twice on national TV. We've never lost to Tom Brady. Like, there, there's more incentive to beat Tampa in Tampa. Well, honestly, all right, hold on. You don't think maybe a team might have another team's number regardless of record, though? I'm not even I just mean, talking about Tom in Brady. In regards to that. Maybe their, coaching, maybe their coaching has something on us, bro. No, first of all, they I mean, have. That was our worst offensive game ever. But, I mean, but that was also the first week of the season. I'm just saying. And it was also Dax. Dax, the reason why we lost that game. I mean, if you but look, it's also there's no there's no preseason. You know what I mean? There's nobody playing. Like I can't even the win against the Bengals. I, do you think that like right now that looks as impressive? It doesn't. Nope. It nope, doesn't. I don't care who we are. Like that's the. So, I was actually take, talking about that the other day because somebody's like, "Why is the Bengals ranked higher than us when we beat them?" I'm like, "Cause it's not the same fucking team." Have you seen the Bengals in December? They don't lose. Dude, they're 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 killing it. And, and the I thing know. about the Niners too. I mean, look. I would think the Eagles' defense is just as good as the Niners. I, I was going to say that. I was going to say that so, too. Bro. I mean, if we can, I mean, well, the way we're moving the ball on them, man. Hey, I, I, I would say the only disadvantage to the Niners and the Eagles in the postseason is that it would be at at their field and McCaffrey. You know what I mean? and, well, Christian McCaffrey too. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying like. It would be away. It wouldn't be home. Like the, the the Cowboys would be home. So that's the hard part. We also might be living in a world where. Christmas Eve was our last home game of the year <laughs> at all. You know, like just that's the mm-hmm. way it could play out. So that's interesting too. And I don't think enough people are talking about but that. But get, right? getting back to Tennessee though, if, if we, if, if they do sit and we do jump up, we need to sit, man. We need to sit some players. I mean, while I agree, if it's like a 30 point lead late in the third or early in the fourth, fine. But like not knowing what's going to happen the rest of the way in the NFL week 17, you got it. You got to go out there and throttle this team. You have to. You have to just worst, go out worst case scenario too with the Eagles, man. Like I, I don't if, if they're gonna clinch, just fucking clinch already. Like I, I this way we we know where we're at. Man, now listen, wouldn't you? I would. I love the situation they're in right now. For the no, Cowboys I'm saying be, if, if they're gonna lose, I think there. they lose to the Saints. I think they lose to the Saints. I would rather them if they're just gonna clinch to just fucking clinch it already, so we can rest. Well, you know what? Now I don't know because Brett said they were gonna lose to the Giants and they didn't. And I said they were going to lose to the Bears, but at least mine was closer. So if we come together, we both think they're going to beat the Saints. So it just might happen. I think the Saints hey, well, are something. I, is that is are the Giants over five hundred yet? Because I could still be wrong. Yeah, they are. They're, they're they've been over five hundred. No, oh wait, no, they no, are. No, they're not actually. They are. No, because they have a tie. No, they have two more games. Yeah, they could be at under five hundred and still yeah, make the play. Going to be wrong. I don't know. It's the NFC West is shaking. Uh, the NFC is shaking out to be really, really crazy down the stretch. A lot of big, big matchups coming up this week. No, I think it's that game. last. I think it's that last wild card. If it's going to be Washington or not, Giants are definitely going to make it. You know, look the the last thing. I mean, would you rather? All right, how about this? Do you want to see the Giants in in Dallas for a fucking playoff game? Because I don't want to see that either, man. Oh, no, because <laughs> <But no>, <laughs> God forbid they win. I mean, Jesus. The Giants can get themselves into the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's I mean that's, that would be the worst scenario. Every scenario is the worst scenario, but I will go on record and say this. If the Cowboys, when the Cowboys play the winner of the, well, no, no, fuck that. If they play the Bucks and the Cowboys lose, 
to me in my lifetime, it'll feel like the worst playoff loss that I've ever experienced. After what we just showed on tape the entire year, let's just say we go 13 and four. Nah. 13 if we and lose, four, we got to play. If we lose, if we lose, and, hold on. If we lose to Philly in Philly, or we lose to the Giants or to Washington in the playoffs, there's only one team that I'm. If we lose to that, we're okay, and that's Minnesota. I only know one Minnesota Vikings fan. Oh, you're <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get killed. Oh God, it can't be Eagles or Giants. Dude, I would say um, the <clears throat> we're bringing up the worst loss ever. If you say like the most embarrassing, maybe the Tampa one. I mean, uh, when you say the, worst, look what, what they're mean? putting out on paper going into the playoffs. The best they can finish. Is is nine and eight, and the best we could finish is thirteen of what we'd be a four games ahead of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Well, like what the Colts losing to San Diego back in what two thousand and sure, but if, as far as Cowboys are concerned, like oh. a, a, any any pivotal shitty loss in the playoffs, like the Romo snap, the Des no catch, all that shit. Like that, it's like that's like those games are supposed to be tight, right? Like, but this one, the, the, the Tampa Bay right now does not match up with the Cowboys. They just don't. I would say the worst loss I ever experienced playoff loss since we're talking about it was the the Giants divisional loss with Roman. That too. That one's a big one because, because we were that year. You're like he's still a rookie. Something might. No, nah, I wasn't bad. I mean, uh, fucking Packers. The Packers and the non-catch was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. Seen, but hurt that divisional that because we dominated the NFC that whole. We dominated almost the NFL. I man, just, that whole I'm year. just saying, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the bullshit you hear about not being ready for the San Francisco 49ers last year and being like punched in the mouth and blah, blah, blah. If they go out there and lay another egg, you will not see Mike McCarthy back here next year at all. Like that, that ship will be sailed. Big Mike out. Let's pick the game. Brett, we'll start with you. Uh, the Cowboys are favored right now by nine and a half in Tennessee. Again, no other distractions outside of just being on Thursday night football, short week. Did the Cowboys get it done? Yeah, of course, man. What's the score? Uh, you know what? I don't know, man. Thir uh, it, it depends. I mean, look, if 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 they're sitting their starters and we're going to play all four quarters with our starters, but then I, I think if we jump up, like, you know, a, a gentlemanly McCarthy, McCarthy will sit somebody, but we might see, we might see Cooper Rush in the, uh, in the third or fourth quarter. So, um, I would, you know, 28, 10, 18 point win. All right, Keith. Yeah. I say, I'd say 20, 24 to 13. Something okay. Like that. Respectable. 11 and the cover. All right. I got a 30 to 17 win for the Cowboys. Uh, I think they'll, they'll put up some offensive numbers. The Titans are just bad on both sides right now. Um, and I don't think they're going to be playing anybody. I think you will get a Malik Willis run touchdown or some shit like that. Or even if he's playing, I don't even know. They might not even take a risk with that, to be honest with you, because it's like you lose Malik, you lose everything for week 18. So who knows? But I got the Cowboys winning by a decent a margin, and maybe we will be able to sit back on Thursday night and just relax a little bit. So with that being said, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast. Please be sure to leave us a rating on the old iTunes. Let everybody know about us. Share the podcast. Do your damn thing. Internet, thank you so much. So for Dave Sergio, Brett, and Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Happy New Year. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Roger, he's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown! What you believe in? Starbuck hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown. Run Zeke. Up the middle, he's gone! Zeke's gone!